Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Blue Springs. The High V at Blue Springs. Yeah. The High V at Blue Springs at the intersection, Highway 40 and Missouri Highway 7. And it's awesome to be here on a Monday night. Such great sports tradition in Blue Springs with the Blue South Jaguars or the Blue Springs High School Wildcats, great players down through the years. Andy Reid even talks about recruiting here back when he was at Mizzou. We've got a great show for you tonight. Now, this score just in, Chiefs 13, Packers 7. That puts the Chiefs at 5-4 and and one game ahead of 500. And even more importantly, we'll talk about this with Coach in just a few minutes, he was able to catch... Curly, yes. 226 regular season wins for Andy Reid, fifth all-time in the history of the National Football League, tied with Curly Lambeau, the founder of the Green Bay Packers, who founded the pack in 1919. Okay, coached him for 30 years. Coach tied him last, uh, last night. I said the big mantra this week is catch Curly. Coach caught Curly. So... Now we get ready for this week. And by the way, when you catch Curly and you beat the Packers to catch Curly, his team, it was time for the Chiefs to put the hammer down. You people back, that construction crew, you better bring it or we're going to throw you out. That's you guys. That's right. All right. Got a great crew here tonight. Speaking of the hammer, the defense last night, seven quarterback hits. Frank Clark with three. Chris Jones Oh, Melvin Ingram, the ex-charger. Watching that dude 18 times we had to play against him. It was fun to see him last night on the field wearing red 
and not blue and gold. Uh, also, when you get, and tonight's guest is Harrison Butker, he had a huge, that 55-yard field goal was huge. He now is closing in on the record of Nick Lowry, who had 20 50-plus-yard field goals, 16 for butt kicker in just four and a half years, as it took about 15 for Nick to get there. So anyway, uh, the butt kicker is closing in on that one. By the way, being here at Hy-Vee on these Monday nights are special. You know about the QR code hopefully by now. We're on the largest network in the National Football League right now. And you uh, folks that aren't with us tonight listening on the uh, network, you can go to your local Hy-Vee. Make sure you scan the code. You see people walking around with the code, the QR code all over. You know they're not just any deals. They're super hot deals. So make sure you scan the code. You will see some of it. It takes two seconds, and it's some of the greatest specials in the history of groceryness. Okay. Now, it's not just any week, it's Raiders Week. And the best way to start Raiders Week is to come to Blue Springs, Missouri. Now, let's get ready to go. And when we come back, we will hear from head coach Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Teacher in the eye this time as Burton at fullback. They fake it. And they're going to throw for the end zone. Caught Travis Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. Kelsey gets open seven yards deep on the painted Chiefs logo in the end zone. And the Chiefs taste the sweet nectar of the end zone on the first drive of this game against the Packers. Welcome back to uh, the hy Market Grill. We're in Blue Springs tonight, just off 40 Highway. And a reminder that that QR code is awesome. We get to super hot deals. But Blue Springs, such great tradition, whether it's the Blue Springs Wildcats or Blue Springs South Jaguars, players in the NFL, great college players. And with us is Andy Reid. Probably recruited a little bit back in the Mizzou days, did you not, in Blue Springs? I did. Tim Alvarado, I think, was a name that you might remember. Yes, sir. Um, sure do. Yes. He was a good one for us. So, yeah, um, yeah no, Blue Springs, uh, I'm fond of Blue Springs. Good place. And a great tradition. Yep. Uh, yep. Speaking of tradition, I'm not going to let this pass. Um, when you got the Hondo Hondo in Philly, after we interviewed you, I took a little time, about 10 seconds, just looking at the field, thinking this is a special day. Well, it was a special night last night for you to catch Curly, was my phrase all week long. But you caught him with 226 wins in the regular season. I'm not going to let it pass. We're moving on. But good work to tie the founder of the Green Bay Packers, who founded that team in 1919, to beat his team, the team that you used to work for, to time for the all-time wins. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, listen, um, I mean, I, I spent seven years there, so in Green Bay, and I knew about Curly Lambeau. I, you know, I went to their, they have a Packer Hall of Fame there. I, uh, anytime somebody had come into town, I, we had taken them to the Packer Hall of Fame, so, and then we we played in Lambeau Field, so when they start named fields after you, that's pretty good, pretty good deal. So, um, but and then he did. He found it. He bought it from, uh, you know, with, with the help of uh, a meat meatpacking company, and, and uh, started the thing off uh, with actually blue and blue and yellow uniforms, and quickly switched it to green and yellow. But it, it uh, um, you know, it's again, it's an honor to even be mentioned with him. I had. You know, I, it's hard to hard to imagine, um, but um, I'm honored. I, I know 
um, you know, what he did back then laid the foundation for all of us doing what we're doing now. So, and he did it with class. He was a personality and in a small town and, um, you know, did, did great things for the national football league. Awesome that you tied him last night. Now we can get ahead of him this week against the Raiders. But I want to look back at last night, and usually we kind of I ask you about this parenthetically at the end of an interview, but I want to start with it tonight, and that is special teams and what they did last night to win that 13-7 to game over Green Bay and having a high-impact group on special teams and what they did. Yeah, well, I mean, they were special. Uh, that's the best way to put it. They, they did... They did uh, <clears throat> great things with field position. We always talk about field position. We talk about returns, and <clears throat> we talk about stopping returns, you know, the blocking and tackling part of the game. But uh, you got to start with Tommy and the job he did punting the football. He did he did great things there and um, things you, you don't see very often in this league. But he was up there in that 56 area on his punts, and um, that's uh, pretty spectacular. And then – you know, Bucker finished it with a couple field goals, and um, you know, and then our our coverage units were were really good too. So um, it was an all around great game plan by Tobe and all the different phases, and also uh, well executed by our guys. We talk about competitors in this league, Coach, but how much do we underrate the competitiveness of a Tommy Townsend when he drops it at the two, the twelve, the fifteen, and the eight? Or you're asking Butker to nail a 55-yarder at the end of the half to give you a 13-0 lead. What about kickers and punters as competitors and the self-discipline that's required from those guys? And I'll throw in James Winchester, the long snapper. Yeah, that's uh, it's not easy. I mean, it's not you've got a you're not in every play of the game. There's not uh, you're like a, a it's like baseball this way where it's it's pretty much individual um uh, but it also and then you're spotted by time so uh, you don't know you might only punt the ball once or twice a game but then you might be counted on to do it six or seven times so um it, you know you've got to be mentally prepared to go in and do your job and then likewise with kicking field goals i mean it's uh, you've got to keep yourself sharp and then relax when you need to relax but always keep yourself ready to go and and those guys do a nice job with that. Impressive last night. Also impressive was the defense. I want to ask you about it, especially people look at sacks, but quarterback hits and hurries. And you take Frank Clark, Chris Jones, and throwing an Ingram into this, their ability to hit and harass Jordan Love last night and what that meant. Yeah, I thought we did a nice job of that. I thought we were so active up front. Um, it was great to get Ingram the snaps he did, 20-plus snaps and <laughs> almost 30 snaps actually so it was good to get him in there running around and and uh I, you know he he has good leadership and he, he still can play which is nice I mean, we think about him it feels like he was at the chargers forever um <laughs> you know but he, he still has some juice left in him and and he sure enjoys playing and and uh the other guys welcomed him in which i i think that's big you know it, it can they can the guys can shut you out when you come into these teams, and that's not how they handled this. And 
uh, they welcomed him in and it showed. So uh, that was a positive for sure. Says a, all those guys, all those guys did well. So says a yeah. lot about our guys though and our staff, the way we welcomed that dude uh, after he's harassed us for so much. Uh, yeah. Your ability to defend Aaron Jones. We talked about the runners as receivers when I talked to you before the game. Aaron Jones, two years ago, had 159 yards receiving against us in that 2019 game. He had zero last night. What about your ability to prevent the runners becoming big-time impact receivers? Yeah, no, I thought our linebackers did a nice job with that. Safeties, when asked, um, you know, we were able to keep pressure on the quarterback to make him get it out fast, make his decisions a little quicker. Um, So... And you're right. Those guys are not only great runners, but they're also good receivers, both of them, really. And, um, you know, just to be able to hold them down in in both areas, I think, uh, running the ball and and catching the ball, I thought was um, a real real good thing for our linebackers and and safeties when asked. I want to ask you, too, one final question on the defense. How tough is it? And how much did it mean to the growth of Ward and Snead specifically in defending those fades and especially against a Devontae Adams? Yeah, no, you're right. They, they, uh, those, I thought those guys really did a nice job. That was probably Snead's best game since he's been here over the last couple of years. So, um, I, you know, he had the big pass breakup down in the goal line area and then had the inter reception which was big and then Charvarius I thought did a heck of a job too and uh, he's starting to feel better you know he was banged up a little bit and he's, he's feel more comfortable out there and got his legs back under him and uh, and really challenging I that that might have been the most impressive thing that I saw it was just the consistency of the challenge that they they presented the receivers and when you're dealing with an all-pro player hmm. like 17 is I mean you gotta you, you gotta do that I mean you you gotta uh, stay on them, and, and um, our guys did a real good job with that. Shifting now to the offensive side of the ball, and you always, it's a beautiful thing is your phrase, but how beautiful was it to get the ball at 4 minutes and 54 seconds to go in the game, backed up, and Green Bay never got the ball back? How big was that, and what can that mean for confidence moving forward? Yeah, besides the first drive, I, I thought that was <clears throat> that and maybe the two-minute drill we did with a couple throws before Bucker kicked the field goal before the half. But that drive really kind of summed up um, kind of what we, what we can be if we, you know, just keep, keep pounding. And, um, you know, so, um, uh, and keep our mind right and our spirit right, you know, as we, as we attack defenses. And so, uh, it was good to see Pat make the throws. It was good to see Kels, um, Tyreek, um, McColl make the catches. 31 ran hard. The offensive line took care of business. It was a joint effort all the way around. Guys blocking for each other down the field. And it was just it was a good drive with a whole lot of uh, um, that killer mentality in Inya. Um uh, if that's the right term. So, I mean, uh, just that I'm, I'm going to get after you like right now and we're all going to play this way right now. And here we go. And so I, I appreciated that. Just like a closer in baseball, like that's it. You know, Mario Ravenna, if you don't 
Rivera in this day. If you don't get him in by seven innings, you're not going to beat the Yankees at all in the old days. All right. Now, also the protection there on that last 454. And I saw McKinnon pick up a blitz on the 22-yarder to Kelsey that seemed huge in that game. Just everybody being on point in your protections at that point of the game. And I just was telling everybody all week long, Coach, this Green Bay defense I think is underrated. They get kind of overshadowed. But, man, when you look at these guys, this Green Bay defense is beyond solid. They're good. Yeah, no, we came in feeling that way. We came in, <clears throat> the defensive front is really good, and their linebackers are really good. They're secondary, young in some spots, but but very talented and big. I mean, I, when I walked out there after the game, I, I had a couple, I met a couple of the defensive backs, and, and these kids were, were tall and, you know, well put together. So um, <clears throat> it's a good sized defense. They, they do a good job up there with their personnel and, putting a team together. I mean, they're always pretty solid. So, um, you know, that, that was uh, positive. And, yeah, uh, McCann and I and back with the third down play, got the first down. So, I mean, he had some big, <clears throat> he had some big plays uh, down the stretch there, too. To be plus two in this game and not to give the ball a go. I'm just going to re- review this with folks so they know how big this is. If the Packers under Coach LaFleur has done a good job there, is just plus one, Coach. If just plus one, they're 26-0 and 0 under him. To be plus two last night and not give them the ball, I know it's obvious, but against certain teams, how much of it is an accomplishment of that and to, to, to get there to be plus two against this team? Yeah, well, I think, listen, when you look around the league, Mitch, if you turn the ball over, you're going to get, you know, there's a good chance you're going to get beat if the other team doesn't. I mean that's just the way it is. You you see it every week in the in this league, and that's we've been saying that the last you know few games. So I mean uh, we've been turning the ball over too much. Yesterday we didn't, and and good things happen. So it wasn't perfect offensively, but by any means, but you didn't turn the ball over. I mean that's a big thing. That, that's a difference maker, and so uh, we just need to build on that. And another beautiful thing was that opening drive. I mean, down the field, what, about 50-50 pass run. You had them thinking on roller skates on defense. Just how good was that opening drive? And you've been able to do that now a couple of uh, weeks in a row. Yeah, no, it was. It was, uh, <clears throat> it was a productive drive, um, and we finished this one. So we came out and had the touchdown to Kels right there, and that was, uh, that was a big thing. So, um, uh, again, that drive, the drive before half ended, and – the drive at the end of the game, I thought were um, were, were good tells of, of what we're what we're striving to be uh, consistently against these teams that are playing all this own coverage. So we've just got to keep that keep that going. And I don't want to overlook the third and ten play that closed it out, uh, but the play by Patrick, the protection, um, fighting just to uh, protect that edge for him, and then him getting outside. And then Tyreek making the play to close it out. He's number one in the NFL for third down receptions for first downs. Uh, but just how special that play was. Right. I mean, Tyreek did a, a great job of getting himself open on that. Um, the play got disrupted a little bit by the defensive back and uh, initially. And then Tyreek, as Patrick scrambled, he got himself, um, got himself opened and did a nice job with it. 
This week, it's Raiders Week. And around, if you're a red-blooded, card-carrying member of the Chiefs' kingdom, they get the fur gets up on your neck with this week. What about getting ready this week now for a Sunday night showdown back in the AFC West against the Raiders? Yeah, well, I believe. I, I'm not sure. I mean, these these games are so – those records are so close. But uh, I believe they're in first place. And so um, <laughs> they've got a good football team, very talented um, and, and we will have to go out there and, and play uh, our best game. I mean, that's just how this works. Um, they're, they're, it's a rival game, um, and uh, anything goes in these. So uh, we've got to make sure we have a good week of practice. Don't forget about the process that you go through and work your tail off, keep your concentration level up, and, and uh, then you let the chips fall where they may. And final question, just stacking them up. Like for the defense now, that's two games together stacked up, special teams stacking them up. Offense, you mentioned those three drives. The ability this week to focus and to stack on what we got done the last two weeks. Got to keep building, Mitch. We got to keep building. I mean, that's important. And, um, you know, there, there's still quite a little bit of season left. Um, but you got to take it one week at a time, one day at a time. You know, the one play at a time, you've got to do that. You have to be in that mentality and willing to do it and um, and stay aggressive with it. Coach, thanks for being with us tonight. Get ready for these Raiders. All right. Hi to those redheads, Mitch. <laughs> they're, they're out here. All right. Stay tuned. Harrison Butker is coming up next. You're listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show and exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Running back Aaron Jones to the right of Jordan Love. Takes the snap. Chiefs are blitzing. Long ball escape. This time, down he goes. The Honey Badger came screaming in to the right side of Jordan Love for the sack. Sorensen was also coming. It is a loss back at the 31-yard line. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill. We're in Blue Springs tonight, just off 40 Highway with our Chiefs Kingdom show. Reminder, you can score the savings every Monday at Hy-Vee uh, with the score that the Chiefs have in your purchase. Go to your um, Fuel Saver uh, Plus card. With us, though, is one of the top place kickers in the National Football League, and he's closing in on several Kansas City Chiefs records and one of the heroes of last night's victory over the Green Bay Packers, Harrison Butker. And good to have you with us tonight, my friend. Yeah, glad to be here. Good to see you, Mitch. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, just last night's game and that it was a grinded-out game. But how gratifying was it that special teams had such a big part of that victory? Yeah, it was a huge game. Uh, I think Tommy Townsend had probably his best game, maybe of his career. He was was bombing the ball out there. Uh, James Winchester had another fabulous game. Obviously, we had the two field goals, the extra point, but I thought we really made some differences with the with the turnover. Obviously, Tommy had the great punt, and then um, who was it? Who was it down there that uh, they thought they scored the touchdown? But obviously, you can't advance the ball on the punt. But uh, yeah, we were camp, able to get the ball I think. there. Camp was going to yeah, do it. Yeah, camp, camp, yeah. camp got it, and then Chris Lamons almost got another one uh, as well. So we were just doing a, a great job on special teams, and then obviously the the blocked field goal. And then we always like to think that missed field goals were influenced by the, the field goal block team as well. And that's something that Coach Reed's been kind of talking about is that special teams, we, we need a big play. And luckily, we were able to deliver. And we've been working really hard for that. So as, a, as an entire unit, we played a great, a great game and it got the job done and helped the team win the game. Great. Gratifying to see it. And I know you 
believe like God's opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. But you're being humble, but let me jump in there and help you out here. That 55-yarder is big time. Because I don't think the Green Bay sideline thought at 38 seconds that we're going to put points back on the board. And you line up and smoke that baby. What about... And I've talked to you many times uh, since you joined us in 2017 and just having the mind of a competitor and the big-time competitive uh, effort in that kick. Yeah, I think I was able to learn a little bit from that, that Titans game. You never know when you're going to be able when you're going to get called upon and you have to be locked in. You got to be like a sniper, just ready, ready to go whenever um, and, and perform at a high level. And I think that Titans game, I, I could have done a better job of being locked in to go kick that field goal. And um, thankfully I was able to have this opportunity, another kind of a long field goal. Not sure if we're going to have the opportunity or not, but either way I'm prepared in the net, ready to go. And then to be able to go out there and then make the kick, Great snap by James, great hold by Tommy, and then we were able to put it through. Uh, but just just glad to get that kind of redemption a little bit from the Titans game and be able to go out there and, and make the kick when called upon. But I agree. I mean, when uh, when Green Bay, I think, what, they went forward on fourth down, didn't get it, and then we had that field position, and we were able to, I think it was, have a great pass to, to Kelsey, and then we were already kind of within a 58-yard field goal, which we knew going that direction we were kicking – uh, 58-yard field goal or, or shorter. And uh, we were able to get the points on the board right before halftime. So that was a, a great win for special teams and for the offense and scoring points. Yeah, we're good. talking with Harrison Butker, place kicker of the Kansas City Chiefs, closing in on some Chiefs records here uh, very soon. But you mentioned the working in concert with James Winchester and Tommy Townsend. Now, I'm going to preface that, but I don't know if you had a chance to talk with Mason Crosby after the game. They switched long snappers at the middle of the week last week, did Green Bay. And his first miss, it looks like he had laces, uh, not facing him, but at the side. Now, the reason I say that is how much do we take for granted how much this is like a listening to a concert and it has to happen in rhythm and take so much work. What about your ability to work with Winchester and Townsend? Well, they work super hard um, every day of the week to, to get better and we have super high standards. So we kind of use uh, the clock system to describe where the laces are. So an ideal snap, Tommy catches the the ball with laces at 12 o'clock, you know, and they might be one o'clock, they might be 11 o'clock, but as close to 12 o'clock as possible is perfect. I, I think on Mason's kick, I can't remember if they were at three or nine o'clock for the, the first kick. And then I think even the, the second one that got blocked, laces were directly back at him so at six o'clock so it starts with the snapper and james has been unbelievable all year that makes the holder's job a lot easier if the laces are a little bit off then it's the holder's job to then try to get the laces to point where the kicker is trying to kick the ball and if those two uh pieces of the operation are at a at a very high level justin tucker always says this but he's like the the ball could just kick itself when, when both of those things are, are perfect. And so I have the easy job. I think the ball's down, it's perfect. And, and I just have to make it, but you know, I think some, some specialists, maybe a, a snapper or a holder, they think, you know, I put it in the right direction. It's in a good location or the holder thinks I hit the spot or it was a quick hold, but you know, these guys, Tommy and James, they really do hold themselves to a high standard. James wants to have the perfect laces. Tommy wants to have the perfect lean, the laces face in the, the correct direction. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but when you only have 
a couple opportunities every year. Well, not a couple, but you have maybe 20, 30 field goals. You have to execute at a high level on all of those. And we obviously have a ton of kicks throughout the week, and we try to make those as good as we can so that on game day, it's just a nice, smooth um, operation. You know, we're like musicians out there making music. I respect Mason Crosby. That thing was about 230 uh, for him on your uh, right, right. scale. But uh, you bring up something. How much of this is so much repetition that it becomes muscle memory? I don't want to say rote, but how much of this is muscle memory from James to Tommy to you? It's a lot of muscle memory. And something I've kind of just gathered as, the career, as my career has gone on is you can't let anything slide in practice. So if stuff is showing up in practice, it's got to get addressed because if it doesn't, it's going to pop up in the game. So if, if the laces are maybe always going one direction or the, the hold's always doing this or my kick's always having this tail on it or something, you really got to address and get it fixed. And you can't just cross your fingers and say, I hope in the game it goes well. So, you know, what is it? Uh, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. And that's something that all three of us try to try to get done. And then when you go out there, it happens really fast. There's pressure, there's noise, everything's going on. And half the time, it's just like, wow, that, that ball just basically kicked itself, went right through the middle of the uprights, thankfully. And you don't really have enough time to process it. But because you do it so many times in practice, it becomes muscle memory and it just happens. That being said, you guys remind me at practice of taking your homework home or a kid that's being homeschooled, meaning a lot of stuff's going on on the other two fields and the three of you are off by yourself. Like, are you going to like screw around and mess up this time or are you going to use it? It just seems like it takes some self-discipline on the three of you part to do exactly what you've just explained over the last several minutes. Yeah, definitely. And something I've been really, well, two things, I guess. So we got a brand new indoor, which has been great. The turf's awesome. But we had a third field uh, outdoors. That was a turf field that it was for different play 60 events, different community events. But now it's a, a grass field that's basically, well, I guess we will rotate which field is kind of the, the team period field. But now every day we have our own outdoor field to just kind of be out there and work on our stuff rather than we're on the sideline. We don't have any field space or we're going indoors, which is good, but you don't get the wind aspect. You don't get the weather and the majority of our games, except for, I guess now Las Vegas Raiders. And whenever we play the, the, um, the chargers will be indoors, but it's just been a, a great blessing for us to have an outdoor field where we can completely work on stuff. And there is definitely a temptation to go mess around or go leave early, but, We've just been all business, the entire practice, getting work done. And we've been very efficient with uh, trying to use all the time that we have to get better. And then it just makes the game fun and very fluid. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to have any wasted time out on, on this field. You know, we only have one opportunity to, to show off our talents in the NFL. We need to optimize uh, that time that we're given. I just want the Chiefs Kingdom to know just the self-discipline you have personally, but also James and Tommy Townsend in doing exactly what you just described. It's overlooked easily by many. Um, the other thing that's fascinating, fascinating me right now in the National Football League is the kickoff strategy. Uh, we know that you can blast it to Blue Springs and beyond where we're at tonight uh, and just say, okay, touchback, take it at the 25. But how scientific or strategic has it become on these kickoffs for you and Tobe, and then how much do you have to trust your coverage guys when you're saying we're not going to blast it beyond the end zone? Our coverage team has been absolutely amazing this year. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have really good hang time dropping at goal line 
Um, I think I'm in that discussion, but our coverage team is number one right now in the NFL for, uh, for the opposing team return yards against our kickoff coverage. It was something like we're averaging about 17 or 18 yards. That's all we're giving up. And our average start line is in the, inside the 25. So we're doing an, an amazing job. And I think we've just kind of been rolling on that. You know, we've played it eight weeks now. We're going on, uh, well, no, we played nine weeks we're going on week 10. And I'd say the majority of our kicks have been, let's just try to dr- drop it either goal line, maybe minus three, get him to come out with the ball. It's working and uh, we're going to keep doing it. Tobe's got a lot of faith in our coverage team. I have a lot of faith in our coverage team. It's been a lot of fun. And I think, we don't, we don't want to just bang a touchback and it's just easy for the, the other team's offense to come in and they just start on the 25 yard line. You know, we want to try to get them inside the 20. That's our goal. It, I don't know. It adds another play for, for special teams rather than just completely taking out the kickoff and hitting a touchback. Cause I could do that if, uh, if coach wanted, unless there was some crazy wind in my face, but it's a lot more fun for me as well. And I just love watching those guys work and, and tackle uh, the returner inside the 20. Again, talk with Harrison Buckner tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. I saw something last night I've not often seen. I've only been in the league 28 seasons. The dude let the kick at the one-yard line. Like, you kicked it perfectly right at the end line, and he let it bounce a yard deep and go, that's it, we'll take it at the 25. I've not seen that often. Yeah, we, we kind of knew that coming into the game, that if it was in the end zone at all, they were going to take, take a touchback. And I wonder if the opening kickoff was maybe – Minus two, minus one. He was kind of catching it going backwards, and he came out with it. I wonder if their special teams coach said, <laughs> hey, if, it, if it's one yard deep, do not come out with it. But, I was, I mean, my dad was joking. He was like, yeah, you need to develop kick where it just lands like kind of on the goal line and bounces backward <laughs> or like on the .5 yard line and bounces backward, and then it's like an onside kick or something. But, yeah, I think, I think a lot of returners, um, they obviously know how – serious and how good we take kickoff coverage but yeah i think now we got to start make it a easy decision they have to come out with it you know five yards to goal line kind of that's where we need to aim for again harrison becker's our guest tonight we're at the uh, blue springs on 40 highway high v uh, for tonight's Chiefs kingdom show back with more from harrison and what he's doing uh for some special folks when we come back this is the kansas city chiefs radio network now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Third and ten, Jordan Love back quickly. Fires it to the left side. The pass is going to be intercepted. Intercepted on the far side by Legereus Sneed. He plays it perfectly. And a pickoff at the right boundary. And the Chiefs are plus two in the coveted giveaway, takeaway, and a big-time play at the right boundary by Legereus Sneed against Devontae Adams. Back with Harrison Buckner tonight on our Chiefs Kingdom show. Reminder, his appearance and our player appearances this year brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds. Serving the Chiefs Kingdom uh, with over 200 locations for 100 years. I didn't know the kingdom was around that long, but we'll take it. And uh, you'll get some Hellsburg bling out of this. Harrison Buckner, our uh, guest tonight. Just an amazing season so far. A big-time 55-yarder last night in the win over Green Bay. I want to pivot here a little bit because your heart uh, is so good. Uh, but I want to ask you with what's going on with the Harrison Butker Family Foundation and give us the latest update on that. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to stay as uh, as active as we can, I guess, now with, with COVID going on. Uh, this is kind of separate from the foundation, but we're still doing stuff with, um, you know, all of the Butker gear, trying to give back to the fans a little bit and, 
and have some gear that they can wear around. I know my, my, my Jersey isn't in the pro shop and it's harder for people to get stuff. Maybe they don't want to get a Jersey, but they can get a, a t-shirt or something to, to support. But, uh, with the Butker family foundation, again, we, I really want to focus on uh, fatherhood and try to help in the community with, uh, with children that are maybe struggling in that aspect to have a, a strong father figure. And we're still trying to develop, you know, everything that I want to do with uh, the Butker family foundation. I think we'll, we'll get it kind of rolling and, and doing more with it um, as kind of COVID passes and we're able to get out in the community and, and do more things uh, along those lines. But as I've always said, we, we got to get back, give back. God's given me a, a great platform to be in this league. He's given me many talents and obviously I have to put in the work in and, and take advantage of that, but also give back and give glory to him for, for everything that he's, he's done for me in the position he's put me in. Amen to that. Um, my wife had a chance to visit Washington DC on a visit with the uh, FBI uh, citizens Academy. We went to the uh, center for missing and exploited children. It was riveting. Uh, and even a situation where there was a, uh, a human trafficking ring that was broken right in the chief's kingdom that was uh, that was uh, discovered and taken care of. But I know that's something that is after you and your wife's heart as far as something that needs to be, we need to be aware of and to get rid of. Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, child trafficking is going on all around us. I think it kind of gets swept under, under the rug a little bit or people don't want to acknowledge it. And Kansas City is actually a big hub for that as we're kind of in the middle of the, the country here. But it's going on all around us. My, my wife is, um, you know, very passionate about it and something that she's kind of educated uh, me about. Obviously, we have, we have two young children, would love to have a, a big family. And unfortunately, in our society, um, you know, children are getting exploited. They're getting taken. They're getting they're being put into awful situations. And I think the more we can do to to talk about this and to put light onto this, um, you know, awful thing that's going on in our society, I think hopefully it'll get minimized and ideally be taken away. But, you know, with anything, we, we're, we're sinful people and we all have original sin. And, you know, we, we need to turn away from sin as best we can. And uh not do that anymore and find God, obviously. But yeah, it's something I'm, I'm very passionate about uh, as well. And it's kind of along the, the fatherhood as well, just strong men in families and uh, protecting our children and promoting life, um, you know, at all stages. Appreciate you having a heart for that. Again, we're talking with Harrison Bucker, place kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Harrison Bucker Family Foundation, which is doing some outstanding things in some very tough areas, quite honestly, that need to be addressed. Uh, and first and foremost, in protecting our children and, and raising them correctly. I love your uh, claim, or claim your crown is one of your uh, mantras of the uh, Harrison Bucker Family Foundation. That's pretty cool. How did that, uh, that come about? Yeah, so the uh, the company that makes all the Butker gear, named Novice, there's two young guys out, out of college that started this company up, um, and that's kind of been their mantra for Novice is claim your crown. It's something I've adapted now that they got the Butker line and and everything, and I, I think it's a great saying. It's you know obviously claiming your crown is uh, you know working um, and living on the straight and narrow path and. And, you know, hopefully being in, in heaven one day with, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then also uh, maximizing the, the talents that you've been given, uh, being the best you can at whatever it is God's calling you to be. For me, the professional football kicker, for my dad, a computer programmer, you know, whatever it might be, uh, being the best you, you possibly can be. 
at that. So I think it's a great saying and I've adapted it myself, but yeah, it's a great mantra. Claim your crown, whatever it is uh, you're doing. And I think it also kind of speaks to that, that discipline I was talking about, you know, sticking to your process, understanding the goal in mind and, and not wavering too much and just being steady and consistent and improving every day uh, in what you're doing. You've been so gracious with your time tonight. One final question though. You've been here five seasons. You know what Raiders Week is like. What about you preparing for Raiders Week 1.0? You know, I prepare the the same no matter who the team is, but obviously this is a, a big game, and I know everybody on the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be dialed in, locked in, kind of improving upon the momentum from this uh, this game against the Packers. And obviously it's a, it's a massive division game, and i got to say, you know, nobody here wearing the uh, – the red and gold likes the uh, the the now the Las Vegas Raiders, so we'll be all locked in this week for for a big game against them. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Blessings to you uh, and to your family, and uh, we sure appreciate you here in the Chiefs Kingdom, Harrison Bucker. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mitch. Thanks for having me. All right, Harrison Bucker, our guest tonight. Stay tuned. We'll wrap things up after this from the Blue Springs Hy-Vee, just off Forty Highway. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Line of scrimmage is the Green Bay 48. Pressure coming from Green Bay. Mahomes moving to his right, trying to keep the play alive. Still moving. He fires it on the run. Caught! First down at the Green Bay 35-yard line. Tyreek Hill on a 13-yard reception. Mahomes able to move to his right at 90 degrees. And find Tyreek Hill, who leads the National Football League on third down receptions for first downs. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs tonight at the intersection or close to US 40 Highway and Missouri Highway 7. Getting ready. It's not just any week, it's Raiders Week. That's right. Now, that play, we wanted to close that play out because it, is, it, was, it wasn't a high. Uh, stat game for Patrick Mahomes. But when the game was on the line, he made that play. That was huge. Tyreek Hill did not have the night he wanted. It wasn't 160 yards and five touchdowns. But again, as I mentioned, during the play-by-play, he is number one in the NFL in third down catches for first downs. Everybody thinks of the Wasp and the deep bomb shots. Hey, he'll make the tough play, which he did last night. That was Huge. Kelsey's getting roughed up. They're beating him around a little bit. Wait a minute. He gets a 22-yard catch on that drive. That was huge. And then McCole Hardman, they get it out to McCole. He gets about three extra yards and a first down. That was huge. And when you run four minutes and 54 seconds off the clock and Green Bay's going, hey, we might get the ball back, and they never get the ball back the whole night. It just goes to zero. Goodbye, Green Bay. We tie Coach catches Curley, when you have the team out there, even though it's not a big stat night and not exactly following the script you wanted it to follow, the offense was able to put the hammer down. And it's getting exciting maybe with this defense. Frank Clark last night, it's not always just about sacks. We had one sack. The Honey Badger got one, came on the blitz. uh, But we had seven quarterback hits on Jordan Love. And Frank Clark had three of those. Chris Jones had two of them. And Melvin Ingram, thank you for coming to the Chiefs' kingdom. 
And then throw in the rest of the dudes, right? It's, we've got Nick Bolton out there running around and Willie Gay Jr. And to defend those fades last night on Devontae Adams, as I said earlier today on some shows, you can take a jugs gun out there and just launch it up, and it's going to be a one-on-one, one-on-one play in the boundary. It is the toughest play a cornerback has to make, especially when you're going up against Devontae Adams, who last year set an all-time National Football League record for catches and touchdowns combined in a single season. And Chavarius Ward did it, and he did it again, and Snead did it, and he did it again, and he got an interception. That was huge. And then for special teams, to block a field goal, to be number one in the NFL, as Harrison said, in covering kicks, to get a 55-yard field goal, and oop, it's off the returner's shoelace, It's going to be recovered by us. That was huge. And thank goodness for our game productions at 65 TPT because they gave you 50 looks at that. It was the Zapruder film, was it not? Because they were not going to give us the ball. And by a 32nd of an inch off the shoelace, yes, it's Kansas City's football. That was huge. Big thanks to the folks here at Hy-Vee, our Blue Spring staff right here. Now take, take a bow. They did an amazing job tonight. A reminder, this QR code, it only takes two seconds, uh, and it's, I don't have Weird Wolf here to howl. So Susie Bling Bling did it. Autograph Geek is here tonight. The Red Coders are here. Sophie Bug is here, the pride of the Belton Pirates. Um, hey, hey, Paul is here tonight. The Reeds Redheads are here. The Red Coders are here. And our Blue Springs Mafia also is here tonight. They slipped in here. Yes, they did. But when you're at any high V, make sure you scan the QR code. It is the not only deals, they are super hot deals. And uh, you'll get some of the best um, deals in uh, groceryness. It's worth it. It takes two seconds. Scan the code with your phone, and you'll go, oh, my gosh, why didn't I do this earlier? That's at your local high V, including here at the Blue Springs high V, which is fantastic. All right. I said it before. I'll say it again. If you're a red-blooded, card-carrying member of the Chiefs' kingdom, this week is special. And when you go to work tomorrow or you go to school, the fur has got to be up on your neck because it's not just any week, it's Raiders week. And it's time to jump on these guys and get the 6-4 and four and make things really interesting. So here we go, five of the next eight against the division. I mentioned there's a few records here possibly on the line. If Patrick Mahomes can get to 300 yards passing against the Raiders, he will become the fastest player in NFL history to get to 30 uh, 300-yard passing games. That would break Kurt Warner's record. Also, Travis Kelsey is looking at another record this week, as is Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. If he can get a touchdown this week, he didn't get one last night. But again, that game wasn't about stats for those guys. It was about making the tough play the right play. He will break his own record of touchdown receptions in back-to-back seasons. And again, yes, sir, the cheetah, it is taken for granted. Just go home tonight and Google your search engine or go to your favorite search engine and look at the stats for receivers and look where Tyreek Hill is. It is very underrated. Now, next week, I guess we're all just going to stay here during the week. Now, I've got to go to Las Vegas for a game, but all of you can stay. we got the Blue Springs Mafia is going to open up their houses. they got plenty of bedrooms. Yeah. They got some cold beer, and they're going to be ready to go to house you all all week long because next week's show will be not very far away. It'll be at the Lee's Summit location on Ward Road. That's not that far from here. Home game 
for some of our red coders who travel all over the metro for these shows. Anyway, we're back in it, people. It is time to get after it. It's time because it is Raiders Week. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chief Sideline Reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.